With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show comes to you live and direct from sunny Southern California every day, reminding you when a train hits a vehicle or railway crossing. The results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings. The signals are going. Don't be tempted. Try and sneak across the tracks. Even if you don't see a train stop, trains can't brought to you by NHTSA. Um, Kevin Durant was joined by Draymond Green on his a podcast. And Durant said the two were simply exchanging texts about what had occurred in the 2016 NBA Finals which the Warriors lost LeBron's Cavaliers, but never considered to be uh, considered to be a sense of urgency on Draymond's end about getting him to sign with the Warriors in the offseason. This was Draymond's perspective on what actually happened. It was this whole narrative of like, you call Kevin and you call Kevin crying from the parking lot. I'm like, yo, this can be like, y'all added a theatrical sense to make this movie. Like, you know, you, you got to make TV, you gotta add on a little. No, <laughs> so like people just start pouring on, bro. But I, I wasn't about to come out and fight it. Like at the end of the day, it was just. However, y'all think Kevin got here? <laughs> got <laughs> your mind, yeah. road. What helps you out? Go with, and also, okay, so this for OKC fans. They thought me and Dre was hanging out, literally like chilling with each other during the conference finals. And when I heard that, <laughs> I was like, Man, "Who y'all think I am?" Who you think? Who you think Draymond would hang out with me during the conference finals, like over my house? Like, come on, stop the. Exactly. Uh, that's Kevin Durant and Draymond Green. Look, I have said this time and again, and I think this story gives it validity. Which is, I, I, it's fair for everyone to point out that Kevin Durant needed a title. We need to see him in a championship level competition in order to validate all of the previous successes. And would you prefer to be in Oklahoma City? Of course. Of course. 
but there was a, a sense that they were topping out, right? Like that's Westbrook was Westbrook and there just was a limit to how much growth there was there. And Kevin Durant, I'm sure was frustrated in that exact same year when they were up three games to one, um, the Warriors were essentially guarding him with two guys. You know, they're playing a zone on any on, on two players for the Thunder because they just didn't have enough shooting on their team. But but this is what I've said, and I think this uh, that podcast actually validates it, which is, yes, Durant needed the Warriors, but the Warriors needed Durant just the same, if not more so. Remember, Harrison Barnes was the fifth starter on that 73-win team that lost to the Cavs in the finals, and Durant essentially replaced him, and of course they had to scrap the bench in order to make it work financially. Now, I, I don't know how you look at it. I saw them win two two titles. I think they win a third title. If Durant is healthy, we'll never know. But there are some people that, well, it wasn't a success. Like, what do you mean? They played LeBron the next two years in the championship and won it. And the guy who was the better player on the floor during the for the length of the, the NBA finals was, in fact, Kevin Durant. Same position. So it, it was a success by anybody's estimation. Two championships, one a third NBA finals, and then injuries led to them losing in six to the Toronto Raptors. They had stunning success. But the other thing it says is what all successful businesses and successful people know is that you evolve or perish. Right? Evolve or perish. And, you know, I think that the, the easiest example of it, the easiest example of evolve or, or perish is Amazon. Right? What, what Amazon has become now like they protected themselves. Think about it. During the pandemic, during the pandemic, they provided you groceries. They provided you TV entertainment, anything else you want to shop for. All one-stop shopping. That's it. All one-stop shopping. This is from Amazon, which was essentially eBay before there was eBay. But why did they buy Whole Foods? Evolve or perish? Why did Netflix and Amazon both start creating their own content on their own video streaming services? Evolve or perish. It's too expensive to buy friends and to buy Grey's Anatomy and run those. And then you have to constantly, it's constant check writing fast to those people, you know, whatever. Like the lowest overhead is actually spending the most upfront on, you know, owning your own movies and TV shows. And then, you don't have to buy, you don't have to pay the middleman in terms of the network TV and sometimes the production company for the rights to broadcast it. Netflix and Amazon, you combine them with, with Nike. Nike has, in many ways, they moved away from third-party sales. Like you go back 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and what would you do? You go to the mall, you go to Foot Locker, you go to Foot Action, you go get some kicks. Right? And there were other, you know, you could do the mail thing with East Bay and with some other places. And, you know, then Zappos, of course, comes out and Zappos like, look, we'll send you some shoes. You'll get them tomorrow. If you don't like them, put them back in the box and send them back. They're incredible. I'm not sure you wear like Nike's moving to, you know, as much online sales as they can through their own website. So there's no third person. It's not just easier, but they make more money that way because there's not the extra mouth to feed in the foot action. It's diabolical to the foot actions and foot lockers, but the, the idea is it still works. It still works. Nike's the perfect example of evolve or perish. And that's what the warriors figured out. And here's the other part to that exact same story that I don't know if people under people remember. After winning that title, coming from three games to one down, the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James reportedly had interest in Chris Paul as a point guard. Remember, Kyrie Irving was like 24 at the time. He just played magnificent basketball, hit the big shot in game seven, of the NBA finals. And LeBron's like, yeah, we might want to upgrade. Why? Because LeBron operates by the same premise, which is evolve or perish. Evolve or perish. 
yes, the Warriors, the, Kevin Durant needed the Warriors. He needed to compete for a championship. He needed to win a championship in order to solidify his legacy as one of the all-time great players. But let it be known, and it's pretty obvious, the Warriors needed Kevin Durant. They were very, very good without him. They needed to evolve or they would perish. The league was catching up to them, and they needed one more player. They needed a game changer. They needed somebody who could take over and just win them a game and win them a series. That was Kevin Durant, and that's what they got. And if you think it's a sign of weakness that they would go reach out after winning 73 games and losing in the NBA Finals, after nearly losing the Western Conference Finals, remember they were down three games to one in that deal. If you think that's a sign of weakness, then you're completely avoiding all of the different uh, metaphors to life, metaphors to business, metaphors even to sports business in terms of you got to keep getting better because if you're not getting better, frankly, you're getting worse. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. 
and I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. What a beautiful Friday here in Southern California. I love Bayer, right? He is a good friend and a good dude. I, I do find it at least partially curious that he's taken the day off to watch golf, which he would have gotten paid to do in his studio. Do you, Gavin, can you explain that one to me? I cannot explain it. I, I, uh, we are very aware we get paid to, to watch and talk sports. So, But, but him specifically. Yeah. Now, uh, like Dan, for people who, who don't know, like you know, Dan's obviously a part of the show, so he also does updates for other parts of our network and other things. Like he's not just sitting here watching the show and then four times, five times the show, we go to him and he goes, yes, Doug, he's not, he's not doing the Ed McMahon. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeedy. Right? Like, no. And then he has his own show on weekends. So, like, yeah, look, he's working a good deal. But part of working is just updating on what's going on. And outside of stories coming across Twitter, that's what's going on. Discover matches all the cash back at the end of your first year. Uh, and your, uh, your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted 99% of the U- places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. This is Juju Smith-Schuster on Michael Irvin's podcast talking about almost joining the Chiefs. Andy Reid was just calling me and then he was sending me the body oh. trophy pictures like constantly. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, and, and it, we had a good talk. So it, it would have been Casey after the Steelers. Hey, hey, Coach Reid. We're sending you Lombardi trophies. Yeah, like pictures of the Lombardi. <laughs> like text it to me, like walls, like walls, like trying to make a decision. And you know, I have so much respect for you know him and his team. So yeah. So what what is it? What 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 brings him back to a place like the Pittsburgh Steelers? Juju Smith Schuster. I I can only think that it's one thing when you try and when you try and run it back. Um, and it's because you have sweat equity there, right? I mean, he came to the league at, at 20 years old. And, uh, you know, he, he, he actually said, it's kind of weird that, that he and, and Antonio Brown have no relationship now. Like, I think the Juju thing is interesting. Like, he's very, very popular with kids. Like, my son loves Juju. He knew all about, like, Juju's come back to Pittsburgh. Like, we're not Steeler fans, but he's very very, very uh, popular. You know, he's Mr. TikTok. But within the NFL, I don't think he's nearly as popular. I also don't think it's really good form. You know, so he signed for $8 million one season. The Ravens offered nine with $4 million incentives, while the Chiefs offered eight with $3 million incentives. Um, that's $3 million that the, that, that, the, that the the Steelers didn't offer. So his is basically an $8 million deal. There's probably some incentives in there. Could take it to nine. And that's how he comes up on the, hey, it's not that much money. But one, you have sweat equity with the place. It's not like he's signing for the league minimum. And it puts him back out in the market next year, which all these guys want to be because the, uh, the cap goes up next year. Now, the cap going up does not mean that his salary will go up. But it is with it, it's it is reasonable to think that without knowing exactly what the cap looks like, what the world looks like, in this year's condensed cap, sign a shorter deal. The other part is even though they have a new offense, he does have the sweat equity of having only played for the Steelers and been drafted by the Steelers. So that all makes sense of why you go back to that place. Completely makes sense. Does it make him a championship team? No. I, I think I feel like it postpones the inevitable, which is the complete breakup of the Steelers, which they're going to postpone for one year. It's a difference. The, the Steelers next year will look like what I think the Patriots, a, a better offensive and skill position version of the Patriots, had Brady come back and had those guys not opted out. Good, but not capable of winning at all. But capable of getting more money. Let's get you to um, David Gosgone. Brian Finley, who... Um, Brian had a pod. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who was that pod with that I saw that it popped up? So I tagged you, Doug. It was yeah. Adam Stanko, and yeah, I, I asked Stanko. him, 
Who, when he was at ESPN, who were the best non-NBA players that would play pickup basketball on ESPN's campus? And you were right at the top of his list. Yeah, I I, I know that sounds like a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> You're not taking like... it as one? No, actually what? not. He included a lot of employees that were former college players. He said that yeah. your your jump shot's gotten better over the years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. It, I, 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 and I love Stanko, and I don't have any problem with his evaluations. It's just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I was that- actually a professional basketball player, and like I love Mike Buck, Mike, Mike Bucklin, who uh, he basically runs uh, FoxSports.com. Sure. Buck was a he's uh, Izzo's nephew. He's a walk on at Georgia. Uh, he's a great dude, and he's he, he could have played Division One basketball, no question. Um, but like, yeah, <laughs> I get you. As far as what do, is, do you, do you, like, can I without saying it? Yeah. Can am I saying it? Do I? Do I yes. No, I and see look, what you're saying. I'll, I'll be honest with you. So I started working when I was the ESPN full time at 26 years old. Right, so I was 26 mm-hmm. years old, and the first years, six to nine months, I was there. I never played ball with those guys and it wasn't me looking down at them it was just i was a little fried on the whole experience and i was you know it was one of those like i had my first year of doing broadcasting i had kept in shape and then at the end of that season i went back and played in france for like a month and a half and then worked out with the timberwolves for summer league i didn't have it out of my system and I felt like if I continued to kind of live the lie to myself and get it out of my and and play, then I would have offered up the possibility of coming back and playing. I was just a little fried on it, so I didn't play. Then I started playing, and and it's one of those deals to where, and I would always get to this place to where like it's the ultimate. You're pushing me, you're pushing me, you're pushing me in terms of tra- talking trash to me. Yeah. To where I'd finally go like, hey, dude, this is literally the lowest point of my career, the highest point of yours. <laughs> yeah. Let's just play basketball. <laughs> yeah. You know. So, but like, look, we had the best it actually ever was. And I don't know if Stanko was there yet or what is my like second and third year. We used to all play pickup ball at the Bristol YMCA. Okay. And we'd have three teams and Greg Anthony would have a team and Mark Jackson would have a team and I would have a team. And it was incredible. And obviously those guys, now those guys were former NBA players and great players, but longer in the tooth. And so they didn't, but every once in a while they would, somebody would rattle their cage and say something to me like, Oh, they're incredible. They are better than me. Right. Anyway. Yeah, no, I know. I, I get you. I get you. <laughs> I, I listen to it. I, I listen to Brian's podcast. It's really, really good. Really good. And Adam Stanko is an awesome dude. He's got a pot of his own and he's, he's just a great guy. And I was, I, I know that sometimes you have to take whatever compliment as a compliment. You're like, yeah, I'm not sure if I, if I really listened to it, if I took it as such. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. John Hollinger joins us, um, uh, a columnist for The Athletic. And of course, he used to work with the Minnesota, uh, with the Minnesota, the Memphis Grizzlies in their front office. And he joins us on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. John, John let, let's start with the old story that, won't kind of go away, which is Draymond recruiting Kevin Durant. And, and my my net net is a little different than other people. Like, I truly believe that they they had topped out with Harrison Barnes and that the league was catching up to them and that they had to evolve. We operate under this kind of national assumption that Kevin Durant needed the Warriors, which is probably true, but the Warriors needed Kevin Durant equally. Is that a, is that a fair... Uh, a fair statement to make. Yeah, I think that's absolutely a fair statement to make because, I mean, you saw actually in those in those playoffs that, I mean, Oklahoma City had him down three one, right? And uh, they uh, they they didn't glide through those through those playoffs uh, qu- quite so easily. And I, I do think the league was getting more aware just of, of how to deal with when it's just Stephen Clay on the perimeter, how to deal with that, and then. Once they added Duran on top of that, that was that was when it was really like, okay, we have <laughs> we have no way to deal with this at all. Like this is this is completely overwhelming. Um, so yeah, I, I I think that's so, totally fair to make that statement. They actually lost in the uh, these Golden State years all run together for me. They actually lost in the finals that year to, to Cleveland too, of course, uh, before uh, Duran signed. 
I, I know that it's and 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 even to the point of continuing to getting better. That was after after that series. Kevin, I mean, uh, LeBron James wanted to add Chris Paul instead of Kyrie Irving, right? So everybody wants to get better. Nobody wants to just run it back and stay the same. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it was the obvious move for the for the Warriors to make, and of course, that big surge in the cap that year sort of made it possible. So uh, it was. Uh, was a little bit. I think it still caught the rest of the league a little unawares in, in terms of everyone sort of knew it was possible, but I don't think anyone was quite banking on that being the the eventual outcome. So that 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 definitely sent a little shockwave through the league at that time. Uh, that's the voice of John Hollinger. He's kind of to spend some time with us here, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let's let's work through the league currently. Are you a buyer into the Nets in the playoffs? I am. Uh, I think they're just going to be so good on offense that it's going to be really hard for other teams to deal with. Uh, they don't match up well against uh, bigger players in particular. So Joel Embiid, Giannis Antetokounmpo, yeah, those guys are going to be a real problem for them. But they might be able to beat those teams 135 to 125. I mean, they just have so much offensive talent right now uh, between Harden, Durant, and Kyrie. And then you have Joe Harris is your fourth option, who's a money shooter that you can't leave half an inch of distance. I mean, it's it's almost unfair at times. Did we lose him? I think there we go. I think we're we're, we're getting back. Uh, you you you. Um, do we, we try and work to get him back, guys? Is that did I did I hear a click and a disconnect? I think I did. John Hollinger, our guest in the Doug Gottlieb show. Okay, um, okay. So you are you are a buyer. Who would be in the East the the most competitive opponent in the playoffs? The team that you think they ma- they they would they would match up the worst with? I flip flop back and forth on that between Philadelphia and Milwaukee, but I would probably I would probably say Milwaukee because the Bucks now that they have PJ Tucker, they can play five smalls on the court and, and switch everything a little more easily. They can try to match them with Brooke Lopez if they want, but I think the Nets also don't really have anybody on their team who can guard Giannis, and it's not as easy to double him as when he's attacking you from the perimeter as it is to, say, double-team Joel Embiid when you just, he just catches on the block and then you run guys at him. Uh, so I, I think Milwaukee's going to be a little bit tougher matchup there. But I also like a second-round series between Milwaukee and Philadelphia. Like, wow, <laughs> sign me up for that, too. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. LeBron says he's coming back. What will the what will the Lakers look but like when they're all healthy? I mean, I think we saw the first half of this year that they're a really good defensive team, uh, but there's not a lot of shooting. And you wonder, you know, last year kind of everything broke the right way for them, and that's not necessarily guaranteed to happen again. They might end up in the sixth position by the time the playoffs start where you're looking at having to go through you know the play the Clippers in the first round basically and then you you won't have home court whatever home court is worth this year which seems like it'll be worth something now that fans are back you won't have that in any playoff round so they're they're definitely facing an uphill climb I would I would say at this point I mean there's definitely still the respect there for okay they did this last year they have most of the same players but just feels like it's going to be much more of a grind for them. What What do you think of the Clippers? We saw like the best of playoff Rondo last night, but the Clippers in terms of what was missing last year, have they fixed it for this year? I think we don't really know yet. I mean, they've kind of shown the same inconsistency through the regular season that they did a year ago. Uh, the, the peak version of this team still looks really good. They have the ability to match up big or, big or small, depending on the opponent. They, they have a lot of different ways they can line up against you. They have a ton of shooting. And then Kawhi Leonard, obviously, in the postseason uh, has proven to be a killer. So they have all the pieces. And you just you look back at, la- at that Denver series, it's still one of the most confounding ends to a playoff series I've ever seen because the Clippers just completely fell off a cliff uh, offensively in the second half of all three games after they were winning all three of them. And I, like, I, I struggle to come up with a rational explanation for what happened. 
So that, that I think because of that, there's always going to be a lingering doubt about this team until they prove it in June. Yeah, I, I think so as well. Like that's the, the the Clippers are having to beat ghosts, not having to just beat opponents, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so totally. so then we have Denver, who I mean, a ton of offensive weaponry. Utah, who probably the best team, but but people don't believe in Mitchell being the type of superstar that can carry them when they need a superstar. Um, you have Phoenix, and I think it's Devin Booker's a superstar, and now you have Chris Paul and his leadership and his experience. Okay, if not the Clippers, the Lakers, then who? Uh, I think Utah. I mean, the, the, the extent to which they're smoking people right now is, it's like, you have to take that seriously. I mean, the, they're like on a season-long heat check, basically. They, they just have so much shooting. Uh, they, they go basically eight deep with real quality, which that will be their exact playoff rotation, basically. And yeah, I think you know at the at the highest end, like Mitchell as a one-on-one player isn't isn't quite on the level of some of these other guys that that are the frontline names on other teams. But you get you go through the roster, and Utah, their third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh best player are all better than yours. And so Utah doesn't have to put it all on Mitchell's shoulders. Uh, I think they the, the one thing that I think they probably struggle with a little if they don't have a great matchup for some of those big wings who are on the ball. When you talk about a LeBron or a Kawhi Leonard, because uh, they're probably looking at like putting a Joe Ingles on somebody like that, which isn't great. I mean, you have Rudy Gobert waiting for him at the rim, obviously, which helps. But that's the one thing that I think makes makes people a little leery beyond, beyond just, you know, is, is Mitchell an elite one-on-one player in a playoff game? It's it's more, can they defensively be as good as they were in the regular season when they have to deal with some of these bigger wings? Because they're, like, they're one through four. They're a pretty small team. They are a pretty small team. It's, it's actually very, very interesting uh, Interesting to, to look at how they, how they have kind of morphed and blended their size. And you think because of Gobert, they're so big. And then you look at the rest of the roster, like, oh, they're, they're not. They don't have that. But it also allows them kind of versatility versatility lineup wise Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio I feel like the MVP thing was it big when we were kids yeah but a lot of it has become bigger because it's just a reason to pay some attention to the regular season that said you know Giannis hasn't been as dominant as he had been previously LeBron's been hurt pretty much everybody and Joel Embiid got hurt anybody who's been in that discussion seemingly has gotten hurt where are you in the MVP of the league I mean, to me, it's Nikola Jokic. I mean, it's 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 his award at this point. So as, unless he just face plants these last six weeks, I think he's going to be the MVP. Uh, to me, it's it's getting to the point where it's not even that close. In terms of, he's been absolutely elite in terms of performance. His team is winning, and he's been the one guy who's been able to stay on the court for all his team's games uh, of of kind of those you know top top-level elite players. So I, I think it's got to be Jokic. I mean, Giannis has had another good year. I think there's some fatigue with voting for him, certainly. Uh, and I'm not sure he's been quite as dominant as he was the last two seasons, uh, yeah. nor have the Bucks. Uh, and Embiid's been really good, but he's only played 33 games. Uh, and then you kind of get into the next level of guys where you're like, okay, Damian Lillard and Steph Curry have been awesome, but their their teams are further down in the standings. Uh, so I, I think it's I think it's Jokic. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you. What should the Warriors do in the offseason? <laughs> well, that that depends on how big a check they're willing to cut. Because they are, I mean, for, for them to really go all in with this group at this point requires a absolutely staggering luxury tax bill to be paid next year. So, it, and it's it's a really interesting dilemma because they got this huge contract for Clay Thompson who hasn't, played a game in two years now and it's going to be coming off an Achilles and, and an ACL. Uh, they got Wiggins making huge money to be an okay player, right? Uh, Draymond Green, I think, is he's still good, but he's definitely on the down slope compared to what he used to be. And so to, to just run it back with those guys, I, I don't know where that gets you. They could have a very high pick coming from 
Minnesota. It's top three protected, and the Wolves have been horrible this year. And they have an interesting trade asset in James Wiseman if they want to go that direction because I think he's he has clear talent, but also he's not good enough to help a good team win right now. And so if they really want to go in on all that and push their chips in, I think they could take the pick, take Wiseman, take maybe one other contract, and and see what stars are out there on the market this summer and try to put one more guy around Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Because otherwise, they're they're just going to be this again, right? Where they're where it's Curry's doing amazing magical stuff, but there isn't enough help around them, and they're just kind of languishing around five hundred. But doesn't that don't, don't doesn't that change if you? We just don't know what Clay's going to be like, right? I don't know a year and a half removed and two catastrophic injuries removed, you don't want it to be like. And then you, you wonder, all right, how much can James Wiseman improve from year one to year two? Can that all come together? Meanwhile, you're going to have some reasonable aging with Draymond and, and Steph. Yeah, and, you know, you, you remember, I mean, even with, even with those guys in the finals against Toronto, I mean, they, they still were, I mean, Toronto, Toronto was better. They had the upper hand, and so... You, you you just wonder what the, what the feeling is with this group now two years later uh, unless they bring in some real reinforcements. John Hollinger, John, great stuff, man. Love your work. Even enjoy catching up with you and talking to you even more. Thanks so much for joining us on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for having the show, Doug. All right, that's uh, John Hollinger. Excellent, 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 excellent. Uh, ran the Memphis Grizzlies, and of course now you can read his work in the Athletic at. John Hollinger. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel... It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. Things are well with you. Um, this is uh, this is good, interesting, interesting stuff. Did you guys see this, Bob? Uh, what's his name? Uh, Brennan from uh, John John Brennan from Cincinnati was fired. I I, yeah, I guess it was a I mind it's over treatment of players, but some really weird stuff where he actually was plotting players against other players. You know what he said about you? Like that's some of the allegations, weird stuff. We'll get to that a little later on in the show. But uh, in the meantime, let's get to a game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, Brian Finley, what's the game? Yeah, Doug, our game is... Psychic. So putting <laughs> putting on your psychic cats and your golfer's hat, Doug, will Justin Rose hold on to his lead and win his first Masters? No, every rose has its thorn. <laughs> and every night has its dawn. It's like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Every rose has its thorn. That and I pick Justin Thomas to win at the start of the thing. So that, that there's my deal. And Thomas is right there, just two shots back. Will the Patriots trade up from number 15 in the first round to select a quarterback? Mm. Um, will they trade up to select a quarterback? Yes. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. Uh, the, the Patriots will take quarterback. They've been waiting for this opportunity. They have Cam Newton to hold the fort together until ultimately he's replaced. They're putting good players around. I, I Yes, I think they will trade up for another pick. What about Trevor Bauer and these allegations that he doctored baseballs? Do you think he could receive a suspension for doing this? A pitcher doctors baseball? No. <laughs> it would never happen. I could never see that happening. Uh, could he receive a suspension? N- not with hearsay, with actual evidence, the answer is yes. I think ultimately they'll get around to some sort of, some sort of slap on the wrist, um, knowing he was doctoring baseballs and everybody figured it out. Sam Darnold, is he going to make a Pro Bowl as a Carolina Panther? Mm. Uh, no, he will not. Uh, ever or this year? Ever. Oh, yeah, yeah. He'll make a Pro Bowl, sure. Sure. I mean, you basically have to be a top 10 quarterback for one year just because the top guys are usually still playing and they pass. Will he make it? T- will he make it? Yes. Yeah. I think he'd be, be a good quarterback. Nets and Jazz, the two best teams record-wise in the NBA, will they stay the number one seeds at the end of the regular season? Nets and Jazz? Nets and Jazz. Number one seeds? Yeah. In the regular season? In the regular season. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The Nets are going to get better as they get healthier, and the Jazz are consistent and solid, and they're not going anywhere. Yes. And that is our psychic that's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, we got lots of uh, hoops news. I don't know how much you, what, what you care about. And then, of course, when I mean hoops, I mean there's some college hoops. Dick Vitale is catching uh, heat for th- this tweet. Did you guys see it? Did, Did not. See the Dick no. Vitale tweet. So, um, Dick Vitale at Dickie V had a tweet where he said, uh, where's the, the transfer portal is totally out of control. 
Q's women's basketball has 10 players enter today. Jack Nunji, Iowa to Xavier. Uh, it's nonstop. It's absurd. Now, Nunji, for the record, is from the area. His dad died earlier this year, and he hurt his knee again. And so it's one of those he's transferring closer to homes. But um, the one that he's getting probably the most heat for is the transferring all over the place is going to destroy the game. The NCAA should think twice before officially making it that players can transfer without sitting out a year. The chaos is going to be sickening. Only should allow players to transfer without sitting when a coach leaves. What about when a coach is fired, right? Uh, that, that as well. I, I actually agree with completely with that sentiment. You know, if we create this kind of AAU mentality where if things aren't perfect, then you go elsewhere. And sometimes things are perfect and you want to go to a bigger school. There has to be some form of, of buyout agreement, if you will. And since they're not going to have a monetary buyout, there's a year where you sit out and it makes you think. Vital's right, but everyone is in, you're, everyone's in, well, well, you got to have player freedom. You got to have player freedom. Like, no, it doesn't. The, the one-sidedness of our approach to this is mind-boggling. Tell me somewhere else. Like, we, we do this with our own kids. I, I guarantee you know the parent in your school who the kid gets in trouble or the kid pushes the limits or the kid just having a bad day. And they get home and they tell their parent and the parent immediately calls the principal about the teacher. Like, figure out the kid's behavior. Figure out how we make it work. Again, doesn't mean the teacher's behavior is always or reaction is always the right one, but oftentimes neither is the kid and the kid is still the kid. But it's like, I, I don't know what happened to us as children, but how is sitting out a, a year not fair, not equitable? Explain that one to me. Well, coaches, you're not a coach. You're not an adult. You're not out there in the professional world. You're not having to move families. You're not in charge of the entire entire basketball program. It's not the same thing. Why do we do that? Do the rules for what a teacher can and can't do apply to a student? No. Of course not. Of course not. You know, the rules for me as a host aren't the same that apply to a weekend host or a local host or a, a guy doing a, a, a podcast that, that isn't broadcast by iHeartRadio. Like, what are we doing? We're the stupidest human beings on earth. We're the stupidest people on earth. College basketball is incredible. And the idea behind it, the idea behind it is to provide opportunities to both educate and promote players that wouldn't receive it uh, otherwise. So all they're saying is like, look, hey, if you really want to leave that school, that's cool. You can leave that school. You got to come. You'll be on scholarship. You can practice with the team. You can work out. You go to school. You can get your grades right. You just can't play that season. Be like, oh, that is so unfair. That is so unfair. Uh, look at Chris Beard. He's at Texas Tech. He leaves. Now, first of all, Dick Vitale saying, if you leave, I don't even know if you leave, you should be able to play right away. I don't actually agree with that. But if you leave, you can trip. But anyway, when Chris Beard leaves Texas Tech, Texas Tech got $4 million from Texas. They can run. They can hire all their basketball coaches without going into their pockets at all. They can just use Texas's money to play their coaches this season. That's pretty outstanding. Now, if when you leave, you can do something to pay for another student, you know, or another group of students, then I'm all for it. Well, you're like, well, my scholarship is available too. Okay. I'm having a conversation with somebody who isn't willing to admit that students and teachers aren't the same, coaches and players aren't the same, and we're being more than fair and equitable to begin with. I agree with Dick Vitale. There's a new wild card to the Deshaun Watson cases. A new one. Do you want to know what it is? Like, feed me, feed me more. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you next. The new wild card in all of the Deshaun Watson cases. We'll get to it next. The Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hello! 
Young Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.